The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, I'm Haley Hubbard, mom to three and wife to a country music star. And I'm Jess Diamond, registered dietitian nutritionist and mom to one. And this is Meaningful Living, a community to make parenting and life a little easier and a lot less lonely. Every week, we talk to experts, parents, and answer your questions to share the practical tips and real side of parenting we all need. Because when you remove the doubt, fear, and stress from everyday decisions, you create more time for the meaningful moments. It takes a village. We're so excited to share ours with you. Well, welcome back to Meaningful Living Podcast. I'm Jess here with Haley, and today we are joined by Shannon Ritchie, who is the founder of Evlo Fitness, which is this amazing, amazing fitness platform, all with low-impact exercises. I don't know, Haley and I were talking about this before the episode, that after we've had babies, we are we just don't want the high impact anymore. We're all about low-impact exercise. So we are excited to learn what to do, how to do it, and how to make our bodies feel better. Well, thank you for having me. I can't wait to dive in. Yes, we're excited. So let's dive in. Just tell us your story, who you are, why you started this, what's Evlo Fitness? Yes. So I'm Shannon. I am. I was a physical therapist. I'm no longer practicing. And I got into developing, leaning into the fitness side because in my early 20s, I was over-exercising, doing endless hit, doing endless cardio, thinking that that is what I had to do in order to like, quote unquote, be fit or like look a certain way. And I was grinding my body into the ground. I was starting to develop chronic pain. I was, and this was like in my early twenties, I was in my physical therapist's office every single week, spending all this money on body work just to go back to my fitness routine and tear myself up again. And not only was I experiencing this, but so many of my like patients and clients at the time who were fit or like had exercise as a routine were also experiencing this. So, and I found that there wasn't like a trustworthy source that I could refer someone to in the fitness world. That was like, you know, this is not only going to be effective for your body, but it's not going to tear up your joints. It's not going to result in depleting your hormones and like making you feel all burnt out and worn down. So I created Evlo during COVID and actually kind of out of necessity because my physical therapy practice shut down and I just pivoted and we've gotten so much demand for this type of exercise that is effective. And yet it doesn't just like tear your body up. So now I run Evlo Fitness and I teach on the membership almost every day and it's the best job ever. And now I, I no longer have any chronic pain. I'm stronger than I've ever been. And I'm trying to help our community do the same. It's the coolest thing. It's, it's amazing. And like Jess said, we're so on board with low impact workouts. Right before I got pregnant, I really started diving into yoga and Pilates and just, I realized how it was actually benefiting my body more than just like those intense hit workouts. Because in college, I was very much the same. I was like, I'm going to go to cardio kickboxing today. And the next day is going to be the cycling class. And it was like every day was something. Yes. And so I realized that this, oh, first of all, like my body looked better than ever doing the low impact workouts, but it, I just felt better and I wasn't exhausting myself. And then especially during pregnancy, I, I had, I've had three kids very close in age. And so low impact workouts have been like my saving grace. And so what would you recommend for mothers? Like getting out of maybe 
going through postpartum and at what point should they start getting back into working out again? And can they do Evlo through pregnancy? I'll start with postpartum. Postpartum is a lot of changes are, are occurring in your body. And I think not only that, but a lot of women ha- like have the itch to like get back. And when they are cleared to exercise from their physician, they want to like, you know, go balls to the wall and like, cause they're craving that movement, right? They're craving that exercise. That's, that's often what I see, or I'll see on the other end of the spectrum. Like women are just like, look, I have babies now and I don't have time to feel burnt out and, and like spend an hour in my workouts. And I just want to feel good and I want to be strong and I want to feel connected right. to my body again. So postpartum, I, I feel like those are the kind of two ends of the spectrum that I see with postpartum. It's all about, you know, easing your body in because after baby, you've been through a trauma, essentially like having birth is a lot on your body, not only physically, like, you know, muscle separation, things like that, but you have all the hormonal changes. So easing back in, and I always recommend going real slow. Of course, after you're cleared by your physician, I love resistance training. I think not only postpartum women, but all women should be focused primarily on, on resistance training over a bunch of cardio. And then, you know, as an expecting mama, you can continue working out pretty much throughout your entire pregnancy. There'll be some changes, you know, depending on the trimester that you're in, but you can continue to resistance train throughout the entire time. The the caveat is that we, again, don't want to do so much exercise or too much repetition or overuse our body because we want to be stable and strong for baby and not be again, all torn up and broken down. I think a lot of women end up just like spinning every day or running every day or whatever it is. And we want to make sure that we, we are dosing exercise appropriately, whether you're expecting or not. So I think another like com- common misconception too, is that, especially with moms is that I need an hour to work out or else I'm or nothing. And I've truly found that shorter can be just as impactful, if not more impactful. It's just about making the time that you're spending in your workouts efficient. So glad that you said that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think so many women mistake like hard with effective, like so, and not just women, everybody thinks that like my workouts need to be sweaty and burn a million calories and be 60 minutes long. And basically I had to be like crawling out of the gym or else I didn't do enough. And that's not going to quote unquote change my body. And, you know, I think we've just been conditioned to focus on the wrong things in our workouts. It does not need to be that way. We can get really specific with how we're targeting our muscles and without like feeling like, near death and depleting us for the entire rest of the day. I think that's like one of the biggest barriers too, is I think that we think our workouts need to be so hard. So if they're so hard, we're not, we're less inclined to do them, especially when we don't have time, especially when it fitting everything into life that what we then default is doing kind of nothing as opposed to something. And so this is speaking to me so much because it almost, I always feel corny when I say this, but I say this to clients all the time that it's so much more about movement than exercise. It's so much more about thinking, what are you doing? It doesn't have to be in a gym with a private trainer, just, you know, stressing your body out. It can look so many different things. So what is the Evlo model? Like what do, when we go on to the app or onto your platform, I should say, 
What does it look like? What do the exercises look like? What would we expect? Yes. So our whole goal with Evlo is muscle hypertrophy without tearing up your body. And I think a lot of women hear muscle hypertrophy, which means muscle growth. And they're like, oh no, no, no. I'm not trying to like get bulky. I'm not trying to like grow my muscles. And it's like, well, a lot of women think, and then you say, you shift the marketing and you say tone up, which means gain muscle and lose fat through nutrition. And they're like, oh, well, that's what I want to do. And so there's like a little bit of disconnect, I feel like in the education because of fitness marketers preaching these things that is just confusing the everyday member. So I think, you know, our goal is to build muscle in joint friendly ways. And when you build muscle, the best thing you can do is focus on one muscle group at a time, instead of trying to do like too much all at once. So instead of just like doing a bunch of squats and burpees and planks and trying to target everything all at once, if we just get really specific and okay, today we're, we're just going to target glutes and our quads, and we're going to do really specific exercises that load our glutes and load our quads without straining our back or straining our knees or whatever. And we do it very specifically. And then we let that muscle group recover for a few days because you build muscle in the recovery, you break it down in the workout. So let that muscle group recover in the following days. We'll work a different muscle group. So we'll work maybe upper body on Tuesdays where we're doing chest and back and biceps. And, and we're doing this throughout the week, really systematically placing different muscle work, fatiguing our muscles. But the beautiful thing is, is that we end every class with breath work, meditation, a little bit of meditation, a little bit of restoration so that you're not leaving your mat feeling like frazzled and fried. You're leaving your mat feeling like, oh my gosh, my muscles feel fatigued. They feel worked. They feel like, you know, if I give my muscles enough recovery, I'm going to slowly build muscle, but not at the cost of my overall energy, not at the cost of like frying myself and like not having enough for the rest of my day. So it ends up being this really kind of merge between like lifting and Pilates and yoga kind of like all in one. Yeah. It sounds like a a very much mind, body, soul experience. Yes. And I love the mind, body thing, but some people think I'm very sciencey. And some people think hear that and they think it's woo woo. It's totally not woo woo because it's, it's actually neurology, right? So like our brains, our muscles don't move on our, on their own. Our brains move from signals via our brain. So if we can improve the neuromuscular connection between our brain and our body, we can feel better, see better results, move better. Everything happens better. And we do, we try to do a lot of really in-depth cueing in our class to help you improve the connection to your own body. Which is amazing. It actually almost sounds, so many things come to mind, but it almost sounds, it's like, I talk a lot about intuitive eating, right? And it almost sounds like this whole method is intuitively listening to your body, but doing it in a smart way, right? Thinking about, you know, what what should I target today? How do I do it? Make sure I'm just getting enough rest and recover and, and more listening to our bodies as opposed to like some prescriptive thing outside of us that Mondays we have to do this, Tuesdays we have to do this. It's kind of more of a dynamic process. It totally is. What I found so helpful is that you've got live classes and pre-recorded classes. There's something about me that when there's a live class and I can sign up for it, some days I really want that. And then other times with my schedule, I'm like, there's no way that time's going to work. So then I can look at the pre-recorded classes and then yes. go back to the ones that you know, you kind of vibed well in and you like. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. And we believe in like having 
each week is like very structured. It is structured because we don't want to overuse certain muscle groups, right? So because that ends up inflaming your body and causing joint issues. And honestly, not, you don't end up growing muscles and your body can't adapt if you're overusing your body. So we were very like structured. So like Monday's lower body, Tuesday's upper body, Wednesday's core, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, we have live classes. They all stay recorded. So we, we teach them live and they just, they upload as a recording. So you can always take it later or take the, take a different week and kind of do it at your own time. Cause yeah, we have people in Australia, all over the world who are definitely not going to wake up in the middle of the night to take a live class. How long are the classes? Yes. We're big believers and like get a, get a workout in, in a short amount of time. Most yeah. of our classes are 30 minutes. Some are a little bit longer up to 60 minutes, but we also have like mini minis, which are like under 20 minute classes. And I'm a big believer that if you're having one of those weeks where, you know, maybe you're on your period or maybe you are super stressed and you're not sleeping well, or you have a baby who's not sleeping through the night and you're exhausted. Those aren't the times where you're going to go like hit a personal record in your workout, right? Those aren't the times where you're going to go get a 60 minute, really sweaty workout. Let's just do 10 minutes, get on your mat, move your muscles, strengthen your muscles a little bit, and then be done. And I'm a big believer in that in gentle consistency, especially as women who we fluctuate throughout the month and we're humans and things come up. So gentle consistency to me will take you so much further than intense inconsistency. This is so speaking to me because of kind of what you guys said earlier, when I see an hour long workout, it's so daunting to me at this phase in my life where I'm like, I'm just not going to do it. It's like, it's all or nothing right now. And so if I see a 30 minute or a 20 minute workout, like that's so much more doable to me than seeing an hour long workout because right now in my life, like an hour just is so daunting. And so it's almost like I just write it off and I'm like, I'm not going to do it. So seeing those time increments, I'm like, I can fit that in before the kids wake up or even after the kids go to bed or during their nap time. And, and also knowing that I'm not going to sweat. So it's like, okay, I don't have, I might not have to shower. If I have to go run errands after, like I could get away with not showering on this. (laughs) And you know, his moms, I feel like that is so key. I love a shower, but there's just not always time in the day. So just to knock out a workout like this is like so speaking to me. Well, it's, it's so true because not only that, but like, you don't have to drive to the gym and you don't have to like, that's extra time. Granted, sometimes getting out of the house is like just what you need, but yeah, it's like to know that you can do like, let's just dispel that your workouts need to look any certain way that they need to be 60 minutes and they need to, you know, you need to close all the rings on your fitness watch or whatever. It's like, you can step on your mat and do a 30 minute workout and you can still see your body adapt and change and improve and your muscles grow, even if your workouts are shorter, but it's all about like being, being effective within that workout, if that makes sense. It's not like this all or nothing thing. It's, you know, when you're pregnant and and postpartum and motherhood specifically, this is for anyone, but I feel like in motherhood, you start to kind of notice your body a lot more than I think you ever did before. And we always get questions of like, well, how do you bounce back? And and the response is always, well, you, it's not, there's no such thing really as bounce back, right? Like everybody goes through something different after this. But if we can start to do fitness that feels good for us, if we start to eat in a way that feels good for us and we're listening to our body and we're kind of 
thinking about that and taking care of it, you then will become the healthier version of you in a sustainable way. So, I mean, yeah, I'm sold. Yes. I, this is, I'm so glad you did this. I can't wait for this. I know. I'm Yay. fascinated. I'm fascinated by you. I think just watching you here, this conversation, just the fact that you had some career, whatever it looked like before COVID. Haley and I keep talking about these transformations of people over the past couple of years that's really pushed us outside of our comfort zone. What has it been like? What has it been like to pivot, to start this? I mean, are you out of your comfort zone still? Do you feel like you're getting a groove? Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> honestly, I, I say a lot of things that are very counter to like what the fitness industry preaches and the fitness industry love them. But there's a lot of very opinionated individuals about fitness. I'm sure you deal with the same thing with nutrition. It's like very claws come out. It's so that when I first started and I was, you know, saying a lot of things like this, like you don't have to grind your body into the ground. You don't have to do hours of cardio every day. Your workout doesn't need to be long and sweaty and burn calories. I've definitely gotten a fair share, my fair share of like <laughs> internet trolls and haters and all of that. And that's, that's for me been the biggest adjustment because I'm so used to working one-on-one with someone as a physical therapist where they trust you. They know your intentions. They know that you're not like a bad person. <laughs> like, and you know, you just don't get that same level of like hate as you do when you're on the internet. But that's, I think been the biggest adjustment for me, but I would not have it any other way, to be honest, because I, for every person, for every single person that is rude or trolls or whatever, there's a hundred people saying like, thank you. I've been searching for someone that is doing workouts that are effective and also not going to hurt me and be, and wear me down. And like, I, I'm done, I'm done with the hit. I'm done with the, like, you know, grinding my body into the ground. So I think it's, yes, the haters are there, but it's totally worth it. And that just means you're doing something right. That always means someone's on the right track because there's always, you know, jealousy and and whatnot. And so, I mean, that's what I at least always tell myself. (laughs) That's that. Do y'all get, y'all don't get haters. Surely not. (laughs) Every now and then. (laughs) Too nice. Yeah. I always say we have the best platform on social media. Honestly, our village is, is truly the most remarkable. But the truth is, is that I think there is kind of this blessing and curse to social media. And I think one of the blessings is a lot of times when people will write something that for at first can come off as like rude. And I'm like, whoa, I can't believe that just came through. A lot of times when you engage in a conversation, it was almost like they started to say something because maybe they misunderstood what you said or just didn't realize. And the truth is a lot of times through some of those comments, obviously there are just mean ones that are just not needed, but a lot of the times through those conversations actually becomes really productive conversations. And so it's this interesting, it's this interesting thing navigating the water, but yes. It's an opportunity for a connection when someone comes to you with, with something that they don't agree with. It's an opportunity to connect with someone and learn something for myself. That's, that's ultimately Haley, what you were saying, like the fact that it's like potentially a good sign that you're doing something right. And then also like, how can I learn something from this individual? That's kind of like what I've taken from it. Right. Yeah. That's so true. And then Shannon, where did Evlo come from? How'd you come up with the name? It's honestly not even a good story. (laughs) I feel like (laughs) it's, it's like, (laughs) People are always asking. And it's like, honestly, I, (laughs) I was looking for a name that wasn't trademarked 
I knew that I didn't want to be like the Shannon Ritchie method because I didn't want it to be all about me. I wanted it to be about, I wanted to hire other teachers who had other expertise and I wanted it to grow just beyond me. And so I knew I didn't, couldn't use my name. Trying to find a name that's not trademarked is so freaking hard. So it's literally just a made up word. Some people say it's like kind of like love, but the letters mixed up, mixed around. So that's just not, it's not a very fun story. That's so funny that you said that. It's like love your body. Yeah, exactly. Love your body. Or the other thing that came to mind was like evolve, like evolve to kind of a new version of you. So it really spoke to me. It's funny. It's always funny how the names come up. I always find that fascinating. But we are all about doing things that I really think you're creating something here to actually help people live healthier lives, not in kind of this prescriptive or unattainable way. You're creating something that's super manageable. It speaks to Haley and I for sure. And I know all of our listeners are going to be like, great, you're giving us an exercise that's manageable to make me actually feel better and move and be healthier in a way that I'm not dripping of sweat. And I can also fit this into my day. To me, it's just fantastic. Yes. And it's like, it, it builds your body up. Like, you know, as women, we tend to lose muscle as we age, especially, you know, in the mama group where, you know, menopause is some, for some people, you know, in their late forties and the more muscle we can have, the more, the better we are at going into menopause and approaching that area, that area of our life. And it's never too early to start because it just gets harder and harder to build muscle and definitely not impossible, but building muscle to me is like one of the things that I want to really educate women about, like, cause we're so afraid to do it, but it is so, so, so important for metabolic function, insulin resistance, blah, blah, blah. I could go on and on and on. So it's like, can you feel better and build and build muscle at the same time? 100%. Yes. I love that you have your physical therapy background going into this because that just brings a whole nother element to what you're doing and being able to help people in just a whole nother light. It's very cool. Thank you. Yeah. We're very nerdy in class. I I always tell my classes, like, I want you to feel like you've had a, like you have a master's degree, like just from taking my classes. Like I want you to feel so freaking educated about your own body. We're always giving a million modifications. Like if you hate this exercise, you don't have to do it. I always tell my classes, if you hate pushups, I'm not going to make you do another pushup again, do a chest press instead, do this instead. If this doesn't feel good, trade it for this. And it's about, like you said, getting intuitive with your own body and figuring out like, okay, this move doesn't feel good. Can I achieve the same thing by choosing something else that does feel good? So we're always big about educating in class. Which is so good because that really helps people, like you were saying, find that mind-body connection, which is so key in having an effective workout. Yes. Because people think that like, oh, for the amount of times that I've had people say like, this hurts or this doesn't you know, this feels hard for me, or like, I can't figure this out. So it must mean I need it more. That's not, that's not necessarily the truth. It's like, okay, all your muscles want to do is contract and relax. So if we can figure out a way to, for, to have you do that without it being uncomfortable or painful and have it just be an overall pleasant experience, not only will your body adapt better, but that'll be a workout routine that you're more likely to come back to because you know it's not going to hurt. It's not going to wear you down. So it's all about that gentle consistency. 
I would be a very, very rich lady if I got money for every time a woman postpartum went to go work out and they come back to me almost literally after one or two workouts are like, I completely threw out my back. I threw out my neck. I'm on the couch. I cannot move. There's things like that because it's like you jump in and you go so hard so quickly and it's like we just completely detach from our bodies. So yes, everyone go check out Evlo. How can people find you and tell us all the details? I have a podcast where I do tons of like education and like nerdy stuff, dispelling lots of fitness myths. It's called Fit Body Happy Joints. And then you can find me on Instagram. I'm Dr. Shannon DPT and Evlo, evlofitness.com, E-V-L-O-Fitness.com. And I actually have a free code for your listeners. If they want to type in the code is living, L-I-V-I-N-G at checkout and they can get a free month of Evlo and just try it. No strings attached. Amazing. Thank you so much, Shannon. Hey, thank you for having me. It's so fun. I know. I can't wait to take an Evlo workout. Yay. We hope you found something meaningful from this episode. It'd mean the world to us if you'd take a second to rate, review, and follow the show and tell your friends about it. It's the best way to support the show. And if you have any questions you want us to cover on the show, call our voicemail line at 833-444-FULL. We want to hear from you. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Meaningful Living and visit our website, MeaningfulLiving.com for resources, courses, and to shop our favorites. Can't wait to see you next week.